0: Now I finally know what you mean about strength of heart. Mine comes from Donald and Goofy. Come again?
1: Is brought to you by some uh, freshly brewed uh, chamomile and citrus tea.
0: I think I just love the concept of you, like in a like in a closet, just like and mix the clothes. There's like a your like a chair, but also your limbs are at weird angles, and you're just trying. To drink at the same time while balancing a laptop on your head.
1: You're not far off. <laughs> <laughs> There's definitely been some light spilling action. Uh, <gasps> I got a paper towel in here, but then the the paper towel got stuck to the bottom of the cup. And then that caused some problems. <laughs> and the cup's right next to my my tablet that's recording. So if we get through this episode, it'll be a miracle. Welcome, everyone. To Kingdom Hearts by Heart Everyone's favorite Kingdom Hearts podcast The premium Kingdom Hearts podcast Yes, the only premium Kingdom Hearts podcast that you get for free <laughs> This is episode sweet 16 Yeah, we're gonna kick it back for this episode So none of that pesky story to get in the way of just cruising, baby And exploring and, you know, just, just vibing in the gummy ship, basically
0: Getting the gummy Ship nerve going shopping.
1: <laughs> exactly. But before that, uh, we're gonna take a little look-see in the game corner to chat about what else we've been playing this week. So... Why don't, why don't, why don't, why don't, why don't we do that? So, I'll, I'll let you do the honors.
0: I've been playing a bunch of Pokemon Sword and Shield. I shouldn't say Sword and Shield, but Shield. For a reason. So, every year... There are—I well, shouldn't say there's one. There's actually several PAX conventions in different parts of the world, and I go to PAX East every year, and I help out with. We call ourselves a charity because we don't make a profit, but I would say an organization. An organization. It's not a charity. It's not a business. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, for for PAX Pokemon League, which are at every PAX event, we just volunteer our time and pretend to be gym leaders. And you will challenge us. So on and so forth. So last year, the world obviously went to high hell. There there was a PAX Online. And then the PPL decided to do, you know, their own shit dig during PAX Online. Uh, PAX East was going. Was, they tried to do PAX East. Like, I think sometime either... or we, we just crossed into May. I think it was supposed to be in June. But that was, that was way too high hopes. So, independent from PAX... Uh, we decided to do our own sort of mini shindig uh, on Memorial Day weekend. So yeah, the last weekend in May. Mm-hmm. So I am a gym leader, and I have... As someone who makes a lot a lot of last-minute decisions, I don't like having to build an entire team at the last minute, so mm-hmm. I've been spending the past week or so getting all of my shenanigans together. It's very easy to do uh, very c- competitive and not super competitive Pokémon in Generation 8 due to so many... Quality of life improvements. Mm-hmm. That being said, I'm making three or four teams because I secretly hate myself. Hmm. So, that's 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 what I've been mainly playing. I should say oh, I'm just I been, see. I've been doing a bunch of breeding. So, yeah. Oh, I was about to say, I was about to describe my team,
1: but I I shouldn't. Yeah, I don't want to don't leak that info. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Super spicy. Although by the time this by this by the time this comes out, yeah we may be close to like revealing leaders so I'm I'm still going to shut up but I've been spending a lot of time breeding in Pokemon Shield and it's not as bad as it used to be in other generations I say that as I'm building like four teams
1: for various
0: reasons yeah thank god for quality of life
1: can you uh, reveal what what your gem type is
0: it's not a specific type I
1: would say it's
0: more of a theme
1: Ooh, sounds like you've been pretty busy, uh, been doing a lot of breeding this week. Yeah, it's
0: been, a (laughs) that is a statement, and I cannot, I cannot, uh, deny, um, I guess very, just to quickly browse through, uh, I did re-download Genshin Impact, because I was playing Genshin Impact before I changed on my computer. Ah, Breath of the Waifu. I say that as my team is, like, three dudes. But I, I redownloaded it, did a side quest, just to get the feel of it. I did not get super far. I maybe played, like, about six to ten hours uh, before I switched over computers.
1: You mean, like, the last playthrough? Yeah, yeah, exactly, uh, gotcha.
0: yeah. I mean, luckily, I can pick off exactly where I left off. And you can also... I downloaded it on my phone, too. Although my phone is running out of space, apparently, because I couldn't download the latest update. Mm-hmm. That's what reminded me, oh, do I have Genshin on my PC? I should just redownload Genshin for my PC.
1: Oh, nice. Okay.
0: Yeah. So, as much as it is a gotcha game, it's still, it's still kind of Breath of the Wild light. So, if you want a, a nice go anywhere, do mostly whatever you want game. Yep. It's free. <laughs> is my glowing recommendation. You can call it that.
1: Yeah, it's free.
0: My barely spark. My barely sparkling recommendation. Mm-hmm. So I think it's mobile, PC, PS4. Mm-hmm. So just literally. On PS4, you just go to the shop. And that reminds me of another dumb meme that you may or may not cut out. There is, cause Sony will send you an email every time you buy something on the PS Store saying, thank you for your purchase. So it's yeah. the, it's the young Michael Scott's meme where he has a mullet and the guy shaking his hand is like, the PlayStation Store every time I buy a game. <laughs> or if the PlayStation Store is thanking me for my purchase yeah. and young Michael Scott is over him, yeah. me downloading a free game. <laughs>
1: Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah, because every time I get that email, I mean, usually I'll just download like free things on the PS Store. So whenever I get it, I always panic. Like, wait, did that did that actually cost me money? Like, I didn't make a purchase.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, your receipt of zero dollars and zero cents. Yeah. So <laughs>
1: cool. So I have been playing. Uh, now that I finished Final Fantasy IX, uh, hopped back into Super Mario Galaxy. I wrapped that up this week. Nice. Yeah. On your Mario 3D All Stars. Mm-hmm. That's the one. Mm-hmm. And yep, still a pretty, pretty stellar game. Pun intended. I'm pretty sure I made that <gasps> exact joke last time, but whatever.
0: But he's doing it again for. For dramatic effects.
1: Yeah, it's... Yeah, it's a fun one, for sure. It was very... Even though, like I mentioned, I already... I, already, I played it just two years ago. Um, But still yeah. a nice little trip down memory lane. Like... Exactly. It was definitely one of the bigger games when I was younger. Like, I just played it a ton. So, very nostalgic. Uh, especially the music. Like, that soundtrack is just so good. A lot of the tracks mm-hmm. just just brought me right back to playing in my living room on a Saturday night because I had nothing better to do with my time, and that was my idea of <laughs> a fulfilling evening. <laughs> I'm a cool kid, yeah. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, good stuff. But um, <laughs> I feel like we don't talk enough about how insane that game story is. <laughs> Bowser
0: becomes like the size of a planet.
1: No, that's, that's Mario Galaxy <laughs> 2.
0: Oh, God. I, I say that as someone who has played like half played Galaxy 2 and has played through Galax original Galaxy technically twice because I've done the Mario and the Luigi version. Mm-hmm. So I'm just spit- I'm I'm just spitting on my past apparently. Yeah.
1: So just in general, the story is more quote unquote epic, but specifically the ending <laughs> is just like what? So it's pretty much uh Mario plays God. <laughs> Because the universe explodes, basically, into a black hole, and then there's literally a big bang, and a new universe is created. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. And just my, like, I guess, like, 14-year-old brain at the time was like, what is this? (laughs) Uh, But yeah, it's bonkers. But yeah, excellent game. Although, I think I briefly mentioned it last time, but yeah, the controls are weirdly stiff. You have to do the movements in very particular ways, and it's not as, like, free-form as something like, you know, 64 or Sunshine, and I have to wonder if that was part of Nintendo's whole push to casuals, basically. The filthy casuals. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, like, his movements are, are more simplified, I guess you could say. Like, in a way where you can play most of the games without doing the more advanced, you know, like, triple jump and long jump, basically. Um, and, yeah, like, I wonder if that was just an appeal to, like, you know, younger kids so that they, like, you don't have as many options, so you don't have to, like, experiment as much, I guess you could say. Like, it's still there. Like, you can still kind of make your own shortcuts if you know what you're doing, so that's always fun. But, like, if you, like, go from any of these games, which I'm sure a lot of people are doing, like the difference in like the feel would probably be pretty drastic so just interesting to note that for what is often considered the best Mario or the 3D Mario game like the controls aren't Mm -hmm. quite up to snuff.
0: Now I'm very enticed to play Galaxy again. I had to slowly, I have to slowly slowly work back up towards it Mm because, so I also have 3D All-Stars I got through a very good portion of 64 but not entirely and I do want to kind of do six finish 64 then go to sunshine then go to galaxy because i guess uh akin to us being nostalgic and waxing poetic about old games yep it is especially when it comes to final fantasies like when was the last time i played x installment i think last i played original 64 was the furthest to go and then Lily sunshine is the next and then galaxy of course is the following one yep I guess I replayed 64 on the DS. I played Super Mario 64 DS, which is a superb Mario title. It's got Luigi gambling, the minigame. Mm. So like, come on. <laughs> um, but yeah, revisit- I want to revisit those in chronological, which just happens to be the order that I haven't played in years. So.
1: Okay. Yeah, I think I'm going to go in reverse order. Might check out sunshine later in the summer. Naturally when it's all, Nice and warm and sunny out. Seems very fitting. So, yeah, that's Game Corner, everybody. <laughs> Once again, super quick pit stop in the Disney Corner. Uh, the update is, I've watched 20 more minutes of The Sword in the Stone. <laughs> Yay! Woo! I've decided that the only way you can watch this movie is playing it in the background while folding laundry. <laughs> <laughs> But then yeah. I ran out of laundry, so I didn't have any reason to keep watching it. <laughs>
0: As per law, out of laundry, well, no Sorting Stone for you, Sonny.
1: Yeah, pretty much. It's still super boring. I watched the uh, the Squirrel Lesson, and mm. yeah, it's weird because they like turn into squirrels, and then like the girl squirrel falls in love with Arthur as a squirrel, and then she yeah, tries yeah. getting with him. He's like, but I'm a real boy. And it's it's awkward. Uh So yeah, this movie gives me physical pain. But I will make it through. Ah! <laughs> uh, one day.
0: One day. When do you, you have more laundry? When you have more laundry? <laughs> we'll get done.
1: Yeah. It's all part of my fruitless quest to watch all the animated Disney movies for some reason. <laughs> one day. One day. But... Speaking of Disney, why don't we uh have our own little Disney marathon? Uh, in part two of our world tour. Hey. Yeah, so when we last left off, uh, we were hacking through the deep jungle, and um, as a sort of addendum to that, I guess one other thing you can do in the deep jungle, which I only found out because it was the last thing I had to do to complete my journal. Is you can do the vine minigame. Vine
0: <laughs> swing, baby. Not
1: not the jungle slider. The vine mini game.
0: <laughs> yes, I also forgot about this. So when I was doing when I was farming uh, pink Agricus, Yep. I went. I think I went through the vines for some reason. Yep. And I was like, oh yeah, I talked. I you talk or interact with the bulb, and it's like, which course would you like? And I was like, oh, this is also a minigame. I will probably need this to get a certain a certain ending. Mm-hmm. So I did it. And you do it once. You don't, you don't have to do every course. I just did it once, did the basic course, did it, and it counts as a time entry. Yep. That's all I needed to do.
1: Yeah, I tried it. I didn't even know what I was supposed to be doing. Like, am I supposed to, like, go to the end? Is there, like, a checkpoint I need to hit? Like, what, what am I supposed to do here? So I didn't even finish it. They're
0: very vague. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I like flew around for a little bit because I had Super Glide and then I was like, well, this is dumb. But then I got the trophy for the journal completion. I was like, oh, well, I guess that's all I needed. Like, I didn't even have to finish the minigame.
0: Well, I guess that was (laughs) (laughs) important. Your time entry is just dead.
1: Apparently, yeah. So I was like, well. Sora jumped to his death. Yeah.
0: Well, DNF.
1: I just dropped uh, back down to the ground level immediately and I was like, screw this. (laughs) So, yeah. Up next is Agraba. There are a few little uh, stray trinities in the Cave of Wonders. Uh, so there's a white trinity in the entrance, which I'm going right. to say 50 50 is Norcalcum.
0: <laughs> well, give me two seconds as I pull up this tab. It is. Ah, yes, it's Ifrit Belt in Final Mix, uh, because we have a belt okay. for Ifrit, and a belt for Sheba, and a belt for Rama. Nice. I...
1: So, yep, there's the White Trinity, and then there's the Yellow Trinity, <laughs> which pushes a platform into the <laughs> the basement area, which is pretty useless, because at that point, you've had how Jump, you probably have went back with Glide, so like you really don't need it.
0: Exactly. I wanted to point this out, because this is the most useless Trinity of them all
1: yeah because like you won't have yellow trinity until after neverland so by then you would have high jump and glide so like yeah you can just get there naturally like you don't need this a
0: hundred percent like always <laughs> i don't know i never i never understood what it did as a kid and this time i was like i'm gonna find out i'm gonna know what this trinity does and yeah it gives you access to a new area in the basement that you can just high jump to so yep it is worthless
1: yeah um so yeah aside from that there are a few stray chests kind of in the high rise of agrabah the Mm -hmm. city do some jumpity jumps there uh specifically there is a dalmatian chest in the palace area that's kind of hard to get to it's kind of like like the highest point and like a corner so like you definitely have to do some navigating to get there pick those up and then yeah aside from that the major box left to check in this area is the uh, Pot Scorpio Mm -hmm. who is I don't know I would make a Scorpio joke but I don't really know anything about (laughs) the different signs
0: I'm guessing he's feisty (laughs) he's feisty get inside he just wants to be loved really
1: yeah (laughs) so yeah pot scorpion uh so the way you can tell if this bad boy is going to show up is there will suddenly be 16 conspicuous pots where previously there were none there's a trick to these pots uh what you want to do is you want to push up against all of them and you want to find the one that won't move because that's where the scorpion is hiding hiding. and then you want to smash all the other pots and you'll have a chance of getting a mithril stone through that which is yes. pretty neat, but also you'll get tech points for each. kind of grows exponentially, so easy Sweet way to get some extra points. experience. Yeah, tech, tech, tech it up. Tech, mm. tech, check it up. And also,
0: if you smack every pot before you engage the pot scorpion, his drop rate for a mineral stone uh, gets, gets a... It nice. goes from like a 20% to a 35% base, so it's a significant... Uh, I say significant, it's only 15%, but in terms of These very special, rare materials, I think it's a significant uptick.
1: (laughs) Yeah, for sure. So as for the scorpion himself, one, his design, I definitely appreciate because it's more than a palette swap. So we previously talked about Sniper Wild, which is just a bouncy wild, Um, Giga Shadow, uh, just a... Big Shadow. Yep. Pink Aggrakis is... A little more than palette swap, but basically palette swap when it comes down to it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and also the Black Ballad.
1: Yeah, I mean, literally. This is the
0: first unique
1: one, I guess. Yeah. At its core, I mean, it's still pretty much just a pot spider with like a scorpion tail, but you know, it's it's a unique model. Yes, exactly. And I mean, scorpions are cool, so I'll I'll allow it. But yeah, this one, so when you encounter it for the first time, it's really intimidating because nothing you do will hurt it. Mm-hmm. it hits pretty hard and it's got some poison moves so it definitely seems super scary at first but once you realize the the technique technique <laughs> um i would say it's probably the easy not easiest but definitely one of the more easy uber heartlesses
0: it becomes manageable once you understand exactly what you have to
1: do. yeah so what do you have to do marshall
0: you have to guard, or deflect, or just d- d- when he's like, I'm a- when, he- when he comes for that booty, you gotta give him the scooty. <laughs> so he'll yeah. like, uh, well, you mentioned the poison. He'll just mainly spit poison everywhere, but every so often he'll uh, look sort gleamingly in the eye, and then uh, try to take a snag of that, uh, snag of him big shoes. So uh, yeah. attack him, guard, do something to knock him on his ass, and then he becomes vulnerable.
1: He yours for the taking. It's cool how, you know, all the upper pur kind of teach you, like, little lessons about the combat, so this one, like you said, is all about blocking and deflecting. So yeah, knock him off, kilter, and then he's vulnerable, and you can start attacking, and then he kind of has a second phase after, I'm guessing, half his H- HP is gone.
0: Usually, yeah. Like, he gets an angi phase.
1: Yeah, he's much more aggressive. He has an additional attack- like a stinger attack that comes out much quicker, which can be pretty hard to um yep. to deflect. So watch out for that. I mean, once you get Aroga or even Aurora, <laughs> he's pretty much broken.
0: 100%, yep.
1: You can take him out pretty easy. Like, especially Aroga, like, at that point, you don't even have to block. It'll just block for you.
0: <laughs> and yep. he can't so, hurt you, so. Exactly. When I came back here for some Mithril Stones, because I gotten some throughout my playthrough, like when I first beat uh, Agrabah. I went there and I got, you know, I just messed around. It's one of the few ones I stumbled naturally when I first played Final Mix when we got it uh, when yeah, 1.5 came out years ago. definitely. So it's, it's like one of three I knew of without looking into like, ooh, where the special is at?
1: It shows up pretty frequently, totally. Oh,
0: yeah. It's, for now I'll say it's my favorite of the special Heartlesses. Like, I feel like it's got a good drop rate. It's got a good appearance rate. It's not too annoying and it's pretty unique. So I would go as far as to say I think I enjoy the uh the pot scorpion a little bit
1: yeah he 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 ain't bad i'll say that much and like yeah he's he's one of the ones where like you don't need to do too much prep work to like take him out even just playing naturally like you know even during your first visit of Agrabah i'd say like you can probably take out a pot scorpion it might be a little difficult but it's one of those stone drops where like if you need an early game you could feasibly get one as opposed to some of the others where you're like "Eh, i'm not touching that until like 40 hours
0: yeah i think we had to go back and make everything for the synthesis list there's definitely a few stones very early on like within the first two or three synthesis lists that require a stone so yeah it's kind of wild how early they want you to be like hey I want you to go get this special material for me. Can
1: can you do that? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it for Agaba. There is one other big thing that we're neglecting to mention, but we will save that for next episode.
0: That's a secret we're gonna save until later.
1: Sorry to uh be curt with this discussion, but I think we should move on and we'll we'll ziza later <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, moving on. Monstro. Yes, Monstro. I was like, wait, is that next? Yes, it is. Um, so yeah. Monstro. I think there's just the one white trinity and whatever chamber.
0: <laughs> mm, I think it's chamber five.
1: Yep, it's like in a little pit. Exactly. Yeah. What's in What's in the What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box.
0: I also wrote down uh, pick up other insert expletive here. That you should also get, because if you never went back and started Monstro's Chambers after getting High Jump, you now have High Jump and Glide. So, like, you know, it doesn't hurt to go through and make sure you picked up everything,
1: I think. Yeah, like, Monstrous is much more manageable now, especially with Glide. There's a few kind of chests tucked away. hmm Kind of in, like, the quote-unquote second floor of each chamber, where there's usually some platforms out of reach that now you can get to. So, yeah scoop those up but yeah other than that you're gonna want to make your way to the throat no not the throat the um It's the throat or stomach so it's where you fight Parasite cage 2 yeah but i thought the room before that the really tall room is the throat and then i forget that name of the actual room with like the acid
0: i'm gonna look it up because it's gonna bug me if i don't remember
1: yeah stomach Maybe.
0: for some reason before for some reason we go up monstrous stomach that's how i remember this that
1: that doesn't really make sense that's why i was confused
0: e- even though <laughs> even the wiki i looked up climbing up the throat to the stomach question mark
1: oh well <laughs> so yeah make your way to the stomach and you'll meet this world's uber heartless the grand ghost it's the search ghost big search, big search ghost is, yeah. uh angry alcoholic uncle <laughs> So, yeah, the gimmick here is you can only fight this guy with items, so it's kind (gasps) of like a friendly enemy from Final Fantasy.
0: Except he still wants to scratch you, fortunately.
1: Yeah, he will still attack, which is annoying, but um, it's cool, because basically however powerful the item is, it's how much damage you'll do, so potions, high potions, and elixirs kind of scale up in terms of how much damage they do, so... I think you can use, like, two elixirs on him to take him out. So here's the
0: interesting thing, actually, because I never tried to attack him. I knew from the start because I had, had seen somebody do this years ago, that he had to use items. But apparently if you attack or deflect his attacks, he will drop prizes and yeah. a chance to get, like, potions and stuff like that, which I think is cool. Like, if you if you randomly wander to this fight and, like, oh, I have no items equipped, you can actually farm some items off of him
1: mind their own like
0: high potions and potions but you're not screwed by coming in here being like well mom i forgot to prepare unfortunately
1: yeah especially because you can't exit the room until he's gone because you have to like interact with the door in order to go through it so yeah that's a nice little quality of life feature for sure
0: definitely uh yeah two elixirs will two elixirs will kill it and one mega elixir will destroy yeah Awesome. So if you mean, I mean, if you got Megalexes to throw around, well, go ahead there, Sonny.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think I used high potions. I think it took like six.
0: Five or six, yeah.
1: The main part <laughs> that's annoying with him is just staying in range so that, much like the flowers in uh, Wonderland, uh, you want to stay close enough to him where... He'll actually show up in the menu uh, to yeah, give the potion the to, and yeah. I'm sure anyone who goes to this guy will end up using a couple potions on Donald on accident, because then he'll kind of float out of your range, and then it just defaults to whoever's last in your party. And You're like, well, great, enjoy it, Donald. But yeah, other than that, he's not too bad.
0: Yeah, he's not horrible. I would be like, is he docile and try to like sneak up behind him, kind of a little bit with a yeah, no big old totally. clown shoes, or if he was. He does like the search ghost like scratch attack i would usually with a item menu up dive in and then just pray to god that it popped up and i would just hit hit up to go mm-hmm. from sora to enemy and then just try and use it and that that seemed to work that seemed to work pretty well
1: yeah. So, yeah, pretty much just stock up on the items, and you're good to go with this fight. Exactly. He also appears pretty frequently, I feel. I feel like every time I re enter the room, he was there. Like, as long as you exit two rooms away from him, um, so go back to the throat, and then go back to the mouth, and then you should be good. Like, you should show up in the next time, if not yeah, the time after few, that.
0: a few times where he didn't pop up for me, but yeah. still, still on the higher end of a spawn rates compared to some yeah. of our, our other more uh shy friends. But yeah. yeah he's he yeah, again not too bad, not fun either. I think compared to some of the more the actual pain in the butt ones, mm-hmm. I think just because I hate those ones so much, he comes off as like, eh, not too bad in in exactly.
1: my book. Yeah, I'd say he's I'd say he's worse than Pot Scorpion just because you can easily flub the items.
0: Yeah, I think so.
1: Yeah, definitely better than like your sniper wilds. So yeah, I'd also say he's like pretty middle of the road middle of the road in terms of frustratingness.
0: I think so too. But he has a good drop rate as well. Like every time you beat him, he will always drop at least one frost stone. Ooh. And nice. then if you use this they each have a different percentage rate, but if you use a mega potion, a mega ether, an elixir or a mega elixir, they it has a chance to drop. An extra frost stone because just because you use that item on him.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Nice. So, yeah, you can come away with a, a, a few frost stones here in one encounter, which is always nice.
1: Nice. When it rains, it pours. The rich get richer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. We can officially harpoon this whale because oh, it's no longer wait, wait, useful wait. to us.
0: Yes. So. When we originally first visited Monstro, you mentioned that coming back to Monstro in the past, sometimes you'd be like, oh, Monstro's not here. I had that happen to me, finally, during this playthrough. So I think I I went somewhere naturally. I think I went from Agrabah to Atlantica, naturally, or vice versa, and Goofy made the remark, oh, Monstro's not here. Let's go before he shows up. And I was like, oh, "It happened because." So I, this is what I determined: if you fly naturally, he has a percentage. If you warp to Monstro, which is what I've always done to get like everywhere, as soon as you get warp drive, he mm. always shows up when you warp drive, at least. So okay, yeah, that's the conf- that's the innate confusion I had when we first visited Monstro. But I officially duped uh, the whale, so I'm a real boy now. Huh.
1: Yeah, yeah, I would always warp to him. On my ps2 copy and it would still he'd still be mia a few times so Dang. yeah i think okay. but yeah this time i haven't seen it um so yeah i feel like that was kind of patched out in the newer versions which is pretty handy but interesting to know that it's not completely gone so <laughs> all right cool so while we're uh among the aquatic life let's swim on over to atlantica Put on mm-hmm. our sea legs again. For maybe two seconds. <laughs> yeah. There's really nothing to talk about with Atlantica. Uh, there's just the White Trinity and the um, whatever the area before the palace is. Um, I think it is called the palace, actually. And then there's mm-hmm. Stratton Surin. But yeah, use your White Trinity. And then, again, I'm just going to default to saying it's an Orichalcum. But I think it actually is in this one.
0: It is. you You're right. It's always an Orichalcum.
1: So yeah, that's really all you need for this visit. Although, if for whatever reason you're curious,
0: <laughs> you can go to
1: whatever that area is called. It's kind of like a cave, but it's like I don't know the long cave with like the little holes in it, and it connects to um like the big geyser room at Undersea Valley.
0: Yeah, it takes you from the one r- it takes you from one area to the next, which yeah. is how you get you get to the you get to what's before the palace i forget what area yeah, it is but it's the area it's the
1: Grotto. Yeah, yeah yeah, it's the area before the area before the area before the area before the palace <laughs>
0: <Exactly>. <laughs> i don't
1: know how i can make this more simple but um you'll see some white mushrooms every now and then and they're the for mushrooms which if you've been paying attention you'll know that signifies a pink agricus it is on its way for some reason. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, you can get us uh, a pink Aggie to show up in Atlantica for some reason, even though there's pretty much nothing you can do with it, because all your moves are restricted in Atlantica, so there's no way you're going to get enough hits to really get anything from it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I have no idea why that's here.
0: <laughs> so it's okay, it is the Undersea Cave area for anyone is So... I spent a lot of time in Atlantica actually post game because I needed a lot of drops from the sheltering zones, slash yes. neons, and then the aqua tanks and screw divers. So I I, sh- I was like I'm in the area. Let me try pink Agricus in Atlantica. Even though I've, I think at this point I had all the Serenity powers that I needed just to see the difference. Mm-hmm. And, I forget if I did anything specific, like took off my combo pluses or put my combo pluses on or whatever, but I think naturally just putting a roga on, casting stop, and comboing the pink aggregus, I think I got between 40 and... It was in, it was in the 40s or the 50s. I want to say maybe the mm. 40s, it sounds about right. Okay. Just because your, com- your combo hits and your rogas stack up a little bit, but not as good as being able to uh, Ragnarok the ever-living crap out of it.
1: Yeah, I guess if, like... If you can get over 40, like, that's the threshold you need to get the Serenity powers, so I will say it's much easier to get this one to spawn because the mushrooms are much more congregated, like, you don't have to go for scavenger hunt on them, unlike the Treehouse. Yeah. So you can probably get it to show up easier, and you have a chance of getting a Serenity power, but it's not a reliable chance, so.
0: Yeah, a better a better, better, spawn rate at not a good of a chance to get it, as opposed to when it Really bad spawn rate, but probably the best chance to get Serenity Powers, so... Seems, yep. it's, it feels like it's very pick-your-poison at this point.
1: <laughs> Pretty much. So, yeah, you'll probably have to come back to, you know, get some more synthesis materials. But other than that, not much to do in Atlantica, unless you just really love Under the Sea. <laughs> why would you? So, why don't we spook it up in Halloween town? Let's go to your hometown. Blazing through it, yes, and... Also, not a lot to do in Halloween Town. <laughs> As mm-hmm. we discussed, it's a pretty linear world. So, once you have Glide, you can get to. Uh, there's like a bunch of chests in kind of a higher area in the Halloween Town Square. Uh, yep. So, you can shimmy on over there. I'm pretty sure there's some Dalmatians in that area.
0: Yes, 100%. Because I think it was the one of the last ones I needed. Yes. Yeah, there's, a, there's a tower full of like one or two chests and you get a. You gotta jump up somewhere else and then glide over into the mouth. Uh, keep, your, keep your eagle eyes out. You'll find it.
1: And um, as I mentioned last episode with Wonderland, how the NPCs' dialogue changed. I talked to everyone in Halloween Town, and as far as I noticed, they're still saying pretty much the same thing as when you beat Halloween Town the first time. So it doesn't look like their dialogue changed. Mm-hmm. Interesting to note. I guess they're not—they're not as in tune with world events as the cards. <laughs>
0: Apparently.
1: They're just gaga about Halloween. That's all they care about. <laughs> so, moseying on through the rest of the world, there is, as we mentioned in the Halloween Town episode, the Christmas door will appear. Or, you can go through it now. It's always been there, but for some reason you couldn't actually open it, but now you can. Oh, the Christmas-shaped
0: door. Oh, God, mm-hmm.
1: yes. Yeah, it's very random. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much, it just takes you to a room with a bunch of chests, so Go crazy. <laughs>
0: yeah, I couldn't tell you what they were.
1: Yeah, I want to say there was some more Dalmatians here, but um, yeah, check those out. And then make your way to the Manor Ruins, and... Oh, actually, there is um, there is a white trinity, trinity in the Squiggly Mountain. I never know what to call that thing. <laughs>
0: I think, tech- I, I don't know, I think I've always referred to it as Curly Hill. The area name in KH is always Moonlight Hill. Oh, uh, okay. So, yeah, there's a white trinity in the back there, so have fun being the crap out of everything so nothing spawns when you're trying to use it and then go ahead and yeah. use it. and it is i think it's dalmatian actually so it's one we uh, need to get to
1: get those puppies so yeah make your way to the next area and then across the bridge to the manor ruins for this world's uber heartless and the tile for this one's really annoying because you'll have to drop down no matter what, but if the red Trinity symbol is there, which is weird, because you can't interact with it, but um, if it's there, that means the uber-heartless won't show up. If it's gone, that means the uber-heartless will show up.
0: Yep, I realized that having to farm this this time. Mm-hmm. I think I knew that, but it wasn't at the forefront of my mind. And then I always, I would always drop down in front of the gates just to see what would spawn. And then I was like, oh, wait a minute. Oh, I think I noticed the, the Trinity. Because you come back here... And you use the Red Trinity. It's yeah, As you mentioned, it stays on the wall for whatever reason. But it's useful because it's now a signal as to if uh, our new friend will show up or not. So
1: that's good. Yeah. So yeah, our new Heartless is the Chimera, mm. which is another unique design and probably the most unique of all of the Uber Heartless. So yeah, it's like, it's basically a precursor to the experiment in Kingdom Hearts 2. Yeah. <laughs> it's really cool. It's like this weird mm-hmm. robot. Head in a jar, monster, Frankenstein thing. <laughs> uh, I think you mean Finkelstein thing, sir. <laughs> Is but it Finkelstein yeah. or Finkelstein's monster? Mm. So yeah, we got this big boy. And I'm not the biggest fan, to be honest, <gasps> of like the actual mechanics.
0: So when, when Chimera spawns, besides the Trinity, there are groups of white knights that will spawn on your location. So I was like, yep. oh, these white knights are following me. I beat him up, and I jumped down to the hole, and I was like, "Oh, there's a chest!" Or I, I look, I think I looked down to the hole, and I was like, "Okay, there's a chest there." And then all of a sudden, I got pushed into the hole, and I was like, "What the f- What the hell just hit me?" Mm. I look up, and the Chimera is uh, glaring at me with evil, toby evil, toby eyes at the top of the hill. Yeah, he like just nerd. he just
1: comes out of nowhere like a like a Black Friday shopper, <laughs> just tackling you. Such a party crasher.
0: <laughs> but yeah, an- another one that I. Went back to immediately after we recorded the episode, and I was like, you!
1: Yeah, no, he really does just show up like an anime rival, like, ha ha ha, we meet again. Yeah. So his whole deal is, I'm sure you're a fan, because you get some tech points, but... Tech points, baby! Yeah, whack him a bunch until he starts uh, spitting out some bingo balls, basically, and then you just gotta whack them back at him, and that's the real way to whittle down his health. But... Yep. But... Similar to Giga Shadows, if the balls hit you, uh, they disappear and return to him. So, basically, you want to keep ping-ponging the balls back at him without actually getting hit yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, which is cool in concept, but it just takes too long in between the ball phases, to me. Um, Definitely. Because, yeah, he's got a decent amount of health in like his normal stage. Um, and he runs around a lot, <laughs> so you have to like kind of chase him down, and then he'll summon the gargoyles, and you have to worry about them. And yeah, it's yeah. pretty annoying. <laughs>
0: so every time he recovers from his on oh, my balls state, he'll <laughs> he'll make his way to the nearest like rock, and he'll summon gargoyles. So you can I usually kill them. When I had to come back here for extra blazing stones, I did ignore the gargoyles at one point. And I was like, oh, all of a sudden, there's like ten gargoyles. Maybe I should take care of these, uh, these bad, these boys really quickly. I think I just cast thunder a few times, and I was like, okay, back to you. But yeah, they, if you leave them alone, they stack up. So unless you're end game level, probably just take out the gargoyles before mm-hmm. dealing with the ball boy again
1: yes so i found that a good strategy for this fight is just to use a summon it doesn't matter any summon but you want to get dawn Goofy off the field because if the balls hit them that also counts Ah. against you yeah so get rid of them they're dead weight as always (laughs) (laughs) no Ah. once they're out of the equation you can actually probably i don't know one shot this thing because i didn't I wasn't able to get that, and I don't know if it's, like, programmed against that, but you can get a decent amount of his health off in one go, um, yeah. if you're good at swatting the balls back, so a keyblade with long reach definitely helps. Good thing this this world gave us a keyblade with long reach. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, that's that's really it.
0: Yeah. I do, I, do, I do love the summon idea. Um, another, another pop scorpion syndrome of I came back with a roga and it made the fight very, very easy. Um, mm. there are sometimes the balls, they, they would still reflect off Aroga, but I'm, they would still go back to the Chimera as if I got hit by them, so I will say that hitbox is still kind of wonky,
1: but, yeah, either stand back and guard. I think an Aroga deflect will just kind of bounce them back lazily, but I think actually getting up the Keyblade will, like, directly hit it back at him.
0: okay. that makes sense. If I boot up, if I boot up KH1 again, I'll go back and I'll, I'll try it just for, just to just to just to know just so i can know and the amount of times you bounce a ball off of him will increase or i don't think increases the drop rate but it gives you it's a separate instance of a chance for blazing stones so you're encouraged to pay to play ping pong with this nerd's face
1: yeah it's basically uh the uh the Ganondorf boss fight Mm -hmm. play tennis once you uh take them out you'll get some nice shiny blazing stones which again as far as i noticed he didn't really have any fire attacks so i don't know why he drops a blazing stone so that's it for halloween town and next up our semi-final stop is neverland what's what is there new in neverland
0: there are a few things
1: yeah so there's the white trinity on like the ship exterior kind of next to hooks desk i guess <laughs> i should also point out that
0: is literally the poop deck just so Ooh. everybody knows a poop deck now now here's my poop deck tangent so the poop deck they don't really exist anymore but it's the rear of a ship and it's it has to be raised like that so like you look at hook ship look where you come out of the anti-suraphy fight there is a level above you and then an, mm-hmm. if you go back and then another level so poop deck uh, well, there's like a real name for it, but Poop Deck is just like that. It's like a staggered back. The part of the deck that forms the roof of the cabin, and it's always in the back, hence the poop name, because the butt of the ship, and because it's funny, and we're literally all just hmm. children. But you don't see Poop Decks anymore just because of how ship design has evolved over the years. Uh, but it's also why pirates a usually shame. say, don't forget to swab the Poop Deck because it wasn't mm-hmm. an actual an actual thing.
1: Ah, the more you know. So yeah, get that white Trinity on the poop deck. Want to save more dogs? Probably. <laughs> it is more pupper! Yay! If you haven't already checked the crow's nest, I think there's one or two chests up there at the top of the masts. And then, we've we mentioned it already, but just again, uh, there's the yellow Trinity um, kind of in the first area where you can push the door, and then there's a whole board, most notably an arrow upgrade. There's just,
0: just wind magic sitting in a damn chest for some reason. And I'll never <laughs> be able to comprehend that. And I don't think I want to,
1: but yeah, magic in a chest. Yeah, it was always weird to me, like, the first time I stumbled upon it as a kid. I was like, oh, you can just have the magic in a chest? That's weird. But yeah, other than that, well... You'll notice the whole clock tower is kind of blocked off for you. But again, we will get to that later. For now, it is but a phantom in our thoughts. <laughs> uh, <sighs>
0: just still going with it.
1: <laughs> yeah, baby. Aside from that, i got some special heartless to take care of. And this is this is where I will finally air my grievances of how these uber heartless are assigned to the world. So, mm-hmm. the official uber heartless for Neverland is... um. Oh, I couldn't even tell you the name. The Jet Balloon?
0: J- the Jet Balloon, correct.
1: Yes. Okay. That's the big bad of Neverland. But if you ask me, there's no reason why that Heartless couldn't have spawned in Atlantica. hmm You know, it's a palette swap of the actual Atlantica Heartless, so that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And swimming is basically the same as flying, so, like, you wouldn't really lose anything in the controls... There's nothing that you can't do against it that you couldn't do in Atlantica.
0: True. I think it would still be the same fight. My right, first thought is would it would be no more or less annoying underwater. I guess.
1: So. Well, it would be less because once you take it out, you wouldn't run the risk of its its loot losing <laughs> the iron, just dropping into the ocean. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the croc. Hey, you fit the crocodile out today. He's yeah. happy now. <laughs>
1: So, yeah, it's just weird to me how Atlantica just doesn't have its own unique Heartless. Like, I feel like, you know, they could have shown it some love to, you know, complete the Mm -hmm. pattern. And then you could have shuffled the pink Agricus to. Neverland. Because the rare truffles spawn the deck as well. Yeah. And there's, you know, still plenty of spots for the white mushrooms to hide beforehand with, like, the crow's nests and whatnot. So, like, that would have just made too much sense if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> we do got the Jet Bloom, so might as well talk to him, talk about him. Yeah, this one's super annoying.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. This is... One of the severe ones when it comes to annoy- grievances, 100%.
1: Yeah, like, I don't even know what the ideal strategy is, honestly. Just try to get in as close as you can to cast Stop, and then just murderize him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, So I, I guess t- to mention, the Jeppo, he's a big aqua tank, but he's real scared of you, so he'll, like, mm. he'll, like, <laughs> away from you. But uh, when he... he And he's a certain distance. He gets a little bit. He gets too confident. He goes from being scaredy to cocky, and he starts uh, starts firing missile divers, which are reskinned screwdrivers at you. And you're flying and not swimming, so I mean, you're literally you're literally more floaty. Mm -hmm. But uh, the missile divers come at you hard, and kind of like with a the with bouncy wilds. Like if you're hit by a missile diver, you lose some of your money. Not a not tremendous amount, but yeah, if you get hit. A few times, I mean, you're not going to go broke, but it's just, it's always still annoying just to lose money.
1: Yeah, totally. Um, Especially if you're hit above the water, and then you can't even recollect it, so.
0: Exactly, yeah. So it's, yeah, because underwater, because I recently went Patrick to Atlantica 2, actually, is at least, like, it scatters, and then it falls a little bit, but then it'll hold yeah. place. Whereas now you're in the air, so you, all bets are off, dude. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: He's a pain in the ass. Truly and entirely. Yeah. My best strategy, the best strategy I found out was going low. So, kind of dipping down when he starts to file the missile divers. And then, when you're underneath him or almost to him to start to rise up. And you want a Keyblade. I used Divine. I think Divine Rose worked the best for me because you want to defeat him in the least amount of combos possible. You just want to end his focus. Yeah, totally. He (laughs) just needs to die.
1: And then make sure you're as close as you can to him when you do take him out so you don't drop that that sweet sweet dazzling stone into the ocean you, you don't you don't want to replicate the end of the titanic here
0: <laughs> exactly <laughs> so
1: I, I guess you could wait until he's above the
0: ship but with how annoying he is i feel like that's never i mean it, it is an option it never seems like a good option be like yeah, oh it's... wait until you're over here and then i will destroy you with my power It's just like, I want this fight to be over. Please die.
1: Mm -hmm. It's too unreliable to try to pinpoint it in any one specific spot. So,
0: yeah. Exactly.
1: Throw on some some treasure magnets, and you should be good. On a similar note, I guess since you mentioned them earlier, we should talk about them. The rare truffles, who have appeared a few different times now, but I found that Neverland is the best spot to actually grind them. Mm -hmm. So these bouncy boys like to get bounced. (laughs) So you want to... Juggle them without letting them touch the ground, because the floor is in fact lava. Yeah, Neverland is easiest because you can fly.
0: You can fly
1: (laughs) The hardest part for me, it's just the first hit and just getting set up with them. So you want to get that whack, but then once you land the second hit, you can get into a good rhythm where basically basically you kinda wanna like input a smash attack where after you hit them. You then move forward and hit them again, because like each time you hit them, you hit them a little further away from them. So you want to close that gap each time.
0: Yeah, you don't want you don't want to end it short.
1: Yeah, so basically move and attack at the same time, and you should be good in terms of consecutive hits. Mm-hmm. And try to steer them away from the ship, because you know if you're too close to like the walls or the masts, you'll accidentally clink on those instead of hitting the heartless, and that's annoying. Mm-hmm. But yeah, after a certain point, like. 40 or 50 hits, you'll be high enough to where that's not even an issue, so yeah, it's just a matter of staying focused and not breaking your concentration and you'll get a ton of tech points and then you'll get a ton of mystery goos you can also get them from white mushrooms but it's much more reliable this way so, just okay. practice the nice thing is there are a lot of rare truffles so if you botch one or two or three or all of them <laughs> yeah, you can easily bounce back eh? that's entirely true so yeah that's that's pretty much it for the Disney Worlds we've cleaned up, so yeah, at this point theoretically, you'll have all the Dalmatians, so you can go back to Travistown and turn them in for your True. reward and True. get that final arrow upgrade, which is super clutch.
0: Wait, 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 every gummy piece that's not the real treasure
1: Aww. Uh, um no you can you can throw those in the trash or. You can leave them for the puppies as chew toys. I don't really care about them. As a matter of fact, you've made my life worse, Pongo and Perdita, by giving me all this crap now. <laughs> ah,
0: one of each gummy! One of each gummy! I, I use some of these, so this is good. But at this I mean, again, you don't have to upgrade your gummy ship. I still did because I didn't want to go through hell. Also, as I went mm-hmm. through the trophies, I realized that there is a gummy ship clear. There's three of them, yep. so I gotta look into that. Which is why I will
1: never platinum this game.
0: I was talking to a friend, and I I guess when I first played Final Mix, well, Final Mix on PS4, so 1.5 plus 2.5, mm-hmm. I got the Gummy Clear number 1. I haven't looked at the Gummy Clear 2 and 3, but they told me I think there's 9 of them. But But 3 are the trophies, so I might look into them. It depends on my mood and if I remember them. But not necessary, obviously
1: yeah with all that out of the way let's let's do some tournaments baby it's a tournament arc time Shonen, so yeah we have a whole bunch of cups over in the coliseum let's just kind of catch up on the first three cups because we've been mentioning them in passing but haven't really talked about them but i think we can kind of get to them quickly because they're not terribly exciting so Phil cup is super basic i mean i finished it like 20 hours in game time ago so i couldn't even really tell you how i fared i think whatever the seed is with the um the torso is probably the hardest part because again
0: it's literally the last blade attack. yeah
1: yeah <laughs> mm.
0: that's the most interesting one to me we get ha- we get the legs at some point we get the arms at some point with other heartless and then we get the torso of some heartless i think that's probably the most exciting thing about the Phil cup is that you fight guard armor pieces but separately
1: yeah, it's super basic, and then exactly. Yeah, the way I do the Colosseum is, I'll do the um the extra challenge like the time trial and then the solo once the next cup unlocks. So once mm-hmm. Pegasus Cup was ready, I went back to Phil Cup and got through it pretty easily, especially um for time trial anyway. Um, magic is super handy to just clear out Heartless really fast. Mm-hmm. why don't you pull up the rewards for for each calcium challenge to refresh well, my it's memory. It's like down. I
0: wrote about these ones extensively. Woo! So, fill cup, your basic completion gets you gravity. This will probably be your first gravity get, but in yes. case you didn't, it's an extra gravity, so cherish it. Love it. Take care of it. You're gonna use it a lot, because <laughs> it's just gravity. But yeah. here's a gravity get in case you ever missed one. If you're Phil Cup solo, Phil for the original game will get you Mithril Shard. For Final Mix, it gets us Combo Plus, so for Final Mix, they really changed up all this. I realize it now yeah. as I went back and checked all the rewards.
1: Uh-huh. Phil
0: Cup time trial, you get Tech Boost and Final Mix, you get an AP up in the original game.
1: Phil Cup's Alrighty. pretty decent. Just like Phil. Uh-huh. So, after Phil Cup, we get the Pegasus Cup at night. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. This one's a little more interesting. Uh, most notably, you get that there Leon and Yuffie fight. Mhm. In the final, the final seed. And yeah, this is this one can kind of be a blocker for a while just cuz you are fighting two opponents each of whom have their um desperation phase sort of. So if you have them both going at the same time, it can be a lot to deal with. <laughs> 100%, yeah. It's usually
0: these two NPC fights that tend to be pretty annoying, I think. Yeah. So, like, he fight a Leon, like, I guess, our only Leon's single fight is Traverse Town, which is meant to be, like, mm-hmm. an, uh, an optional roadblock, kind yeah. of. Usually when it's two of them, it's going to be a big old pain in the butt. What's your strategy for Leon and Yuffie?
1: I always go for Yuffie first, pick off the weak one. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong and any chance you can get to stun either of them so whether you're blocking yuffie stars back at leon or blocking his fireballs back at him take it because the less active he is the better so you can finish off yuffie and then yeah i mean that's pretty much it once she starts throwing out her her superstar i pretty much just panic and just go full aggro on her just to <laughs> get her out the field as soon as possible because that starts super annoying. Yeah. And yeah, try to avoid damaging Leon as much as you can so that yeah. he doesn't also activate his super because that's a bad time. But yeah, once once Yuffie's down, once Leon's solo, it's it's pretty easy. Cause even though he does have the extra thick sword, it's it's pretty easy to dodge. Just jump over it basically. Or dodge it yeah. or what have you. Like his his attacks are all pretty telegraphed, so. Just Keep whacking him,
0: it's yeah, it's very similar to our original Leon fight in terms of uh, boy, you better run because if you get hit, it hurts, but they're pretty easy to avoid. Exactly, I back up the beat up Yuffie first. Yuffie just has less HP. You can, there are more opportunities to hurt, hit to hurt her because if you deflect the shuriken, mm-hmm. it's sh- I mean, you can deflect Leon's fireballs, which is nice. Of course, Yuffie's main form of attacking is going to be throwing shuriken, so deflect the shuriken. So the hell out of her. Also forgot about this until literally just now as I was talking. Yuffie can't cure. Yep, so I was just gonna say that. That's, <laughs> a, that's a bad, 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 bad time. Hey, ease up! Yep. <laughs> Is you that to supposed big? to hurt? Exactly. I think you can deflect her big shri can, but it's super hard to deflect. And maybe if you had like an, I don't know, one of the Hard to deflect, Keyblades. You might be able to throw it back at her. Maybe, but... You just want to dodge
1: the hell out of it. I I don't think it would be, like, a tech point deflect if you could. Like, I think it would just kind of be, like, uh, you manage to avoid damage. But, like, I don't think it would, like, actually, like, deflect Mm -hmm. back to her.
0: Yeah, I don't think it does. But, uh, who knows the point. And, yeah, I think Leon doesn't really get any new... I forget if he does, like, his run-up and, like... I guess his climb hazard, even though it's Cloud's move. I forget if he does yeah. that.
1: Yeah, he's he's got that. Okay, yeah. Yeah, he has that for normal sword and big sword.
0: It's yes. over. <clears throat> yeah, big, big limit-break sword. So, yeah, big, big limit-break gunblade is scary. Like, in general, like...
1: It's scary, but just stay calm, and then I find, like the best defense here is an offense so just keep whacking him and then usually each finisher will um uh end up staggering him and like throwing him back so he can't do a ton once you're actually up close and whacking him so just like i always say throw on an arrow and just whack away and you should be good
0: yeah i think he's a very he's a very cloud fights just avoid the swings and then go in for an attack so yeah i feel like it's over is the is the worst he once, once he activates Limb Break, his basic swipes get out more dangerous, just because the gunblade literally triples in size.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> they become pretty wide swings at that point, but... Yeah. Uh, doable. Doable.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, I would recommend just waiting a little bit after you beat the basic cup to level up some, just so you can get through solo and time travel easier, or time trial easier.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think I do the same thing that you mentioned earlier, like, I'll come... I. Like, Once the cup unlocks, I'll come back and do it, because I'm probably level appropriate. But then I'll do solo and time trial. Like, next time I come back, I'll give it an attempt and see where I'm at, basically.
1: What was, uh, what were the rewards for...
0: I always forget this is the Pegasus Cup basic reward, but Strike Raid! Ooh, nice! I feel like every other limit is a boss... I mean, technically this is a boss fight, because you beat up Leon and Yuffie. But kind of an optional boss fight to a degree, so, yeah. Strike Raid, which is, like we just mentioned it, it's probably going to be one of the limits you actually use. So pick that bad boy up.
1: It just, it has the most utility of all the limits, just because of that long range baby. And you also stay Mm. in place, so you don't have to worry about falling. And
0: You're invulnerable as
1: heck. Yeah, and I think it lasts the longest of all the limits, because you can kind of stagger each triangle hit to make it last a little bit longer. So it's just... mm. It's a good time.
0: Maybe full Ars Arcanum kind of gets close to it, but yeah. Strike yeah. Raid is 100%, though. It's the safe, it's a, it's a very safe bet. And also, just, yes, just because you yeet the Keyblade, and you're invulnerable, and you can't be moved. It's just, mm, is good.
1: What about Solo and Time Trial?
0: In Final Mix, the Solo reward is an Orichalcum, which makes sense because the synthesis list gets much more extensive in Final Mix. And you need more Orichalcum, so I appreciate that. It is a Mithril in the original game. For the time trial, also another synthesis upgrade. We get a dark matter. And then in the original game, it is a defense up. Nice. They understood that they reworked the synthesis material a uh, list and uh, took some pity on us at least, so. Nice. You can't say they didn't give us a bone, at the very least.
1: Yeah, like dark matters in particular I was like reading about how to get them and you can acquire them naturally, like all the the amount you need for every recipe, like, you can get them in-game with certain requirements. Oh, maybe I messed up you though. Yeah, me too, because, yeah, if you come up short, you can either grind them from from behemoths, I believe, or oh, you can geez. just buy them from the item shop. Maybe I'm mixing them up with orichalcum, one or the other.
0: Orichalcum you can buy off the kiddos.
1: Yeah, I think I'm thinking of orichalcum, actually. Yeah, yeah. You,
0: you, yeah you can't make, so this, is, this became my end-game of, luckily I had Done all the special heartless, I'd acquired a bunch of muddy. But I think I had to buy like four orichalcums at one point. And then yeah. I had to farm other materials to make dark matter to make other things.
1: Yes, dark matter you can synthesize, but Oracalcum is either find it or cough up the dough chump.
0: Exactly, yeah.
1: Alrighty. So finally, uh the Hercules Cup, which is a little more interesting. So mm-hmm. mid-cup, we get a cloud rematch. Mm-hmm. It turns out he doesn't really put up much of a fight. <laughs> he
0: is pretty much the same. He has got more health. He probably hits harder, but like you're also stronger at this point. So screw that. Yeah. His most annoying thing is that he uh just gets uh he does a version of Omni Slash that takes five years to complete and it's kind of BS.
1: Yeah, the the <laughs> the fly around and swat at you. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely the worst and definitely the one that gave me the most deaths. Probably of all my Coliseum runs, actually. You can deflect it, but the timing is just really awkward. Because, like, he's got, like, his vocal cue, the... <laughs> but then, like, it doesn't always sync up with when he actually slashes. Because, like, the animation is long, so I feel like most of the time I would guard too early. Because it has a lot of startup. What I just ended up doing is, um, as I was just saying, just spamming Strike Rage for those iframes, baby. so hmm you have a limit i do too
0: exactly it's just such a pain because it's i mean it's the equivalent of cloud teleporting to you he'll literally fly to where sora's currently positioned and swing at you so yeah hide your kids hide your wife but you want to try uh cloud's still gonna find you
1: yeah the nice thing is (laughs) for the time trial and regular runs anyways uh you can use doll and goofy as cannon fodder basically (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he will <laughs> aggro onto them every now and then, okay. so that'll kind of spare you some hits. <laughs> gotcha. Hey, look at that. A talking duck. What? <laughs> Gotta kill it. But yeah, he's he's not too bad, because um, yeah, you have lots of shiny new tools versus when you first fought him, so. Once you beat him, you get the the Metal chicobo or as I unaffectionately call it, the Metal Chikobo. Mm, this
0: is another look what they did to my boy keyblade (laughs)
1: Mm.
0: now that i use metal chocobo extensively in the original release i did use a little bit but not too much
1: well what did they do to the to your boy because i don't remember
0: so there is a keyblade we're about to get in two seconds right after metal chocobo which may or may not be related to hercules they swapped the attack values of these keyblades oh. so metal chocobo huh. in the original was a 10 strength uh minus one to magic and i think yep. it maybe doesn't maybe it may seldom deal critical blows maybe mm-hmm. uh olympia was a nine strength that was difficult to deflect and they swapped the powers around so literally hmm. Mel, you know metal chocobo was like i'm a little bit stronger but i'm less magical and olympia was just hey i'm a little less stronger but probably a much more better all-around keyblade they said, yeah. but what if we changed that around? I'm like, you basically just nerfed middle Chocobo into non-existent, because mm. now we're never going to use it.
1: Yeah, like I said, I never use it anyway, just because I don't really like the look of it. It's too blocky. Yeah. It looks like a Minecraft Keyblade, basically.
0: Crossover? Maybe. But yeah, it's it's pretty basic. It just it has a Chocobo as the keychain. I'll always appreciate that. But yeah, it just looks cute. like a big, it looks like big black uh, kingdom key.
1: I, they were going for the Buster Sword, naturally, but, like, it's very blocky. Like, it has, like, depth to it, mm-hmm. whereas the Buster Sword is, you know, yeah. it's a blade. I think
0: it's, li- I think it's like, every Kiba up until now is mostly, like, the blade uh, or part of it will be, like, a cylinder or of some sort. Yeah. is it, really just, like, a giant block.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, it's just a yeah. bunch of pixels, basically. So, it's a little unsightly to me definitely again i like the idea of it so like any non-disney keyblade i'm always for just getting more definitely as
0: a concept is very fun
1: yeah i just feel like you could have done better you could have done you could have done cloud justice with a better design but (laughs) but they didn't so yeah moving on the only other notable fight i think for hercules cup is the man himself Mm-hmm. but uh Sora's getting a little too big for his britches and thinks he can take him on himself
0: you and me Hercules one on one
1: you're gonna Donkey Kong him to death and just <laughs> pelt a bunch of barrels at him
0: yeah Herx fight is I I don't know I feel it's a, I'm now hearkening back to Grand Ghost Like, I do enjoy the concept of it it doesn't mm-hmm. always work in execution or it can, it can be a little lengthy because of its concept but yeah. you know, it kind of skirts the line for me. Sometimes I really enjoy it. Sometimes I'm like, meh.
1: It kind of just depends on the barrel placement. Like if they show up really far away from him, or they show up too close to him, and then you can't grab them without him hitting you. Like it can be annoying. Like okay, just let me be done with this, please. <laughs>
0: exactly. And I, I guess for those of those of you who aren't currently playing or may not remember, Herc will go into. He'll start the fight and he'll reengage it a lot. He has like an aura state. That can yeah. only, and he's impervious whatsoever. But he a side effect of his strength is that he causes barrels to materialize. And barrels are his one true weakness. So just, mm-hmm. you gotta throw a barrel at him. But you gotta be careful because if he's next to you, he's like, Hey kid, I'm gonna hurt you. I'm gonna drop that barrel. So yep. you want to be very careful about yeeting barrels at him. Luckily... Park is also pretty cocky in this fight and will just admire himself at some point that's yeah that's that's your, that's, that's your donkey kong moment right there
1: <laughs> yeah i never know the timing for when you actually stun him with the barrel like is it mid muscle flex is it like right after is it just completely random like what's what's going on there
0: um i think the flex is just an opening for you like i've definitely hit him at other points that aren't the flex and any barrel hit will just knock him out of aura state.
1: Yeah, but I'm talking about, like... Oh, like the stun, like the actual, yeah. like he gets stunned, right? Yeah, exactly. That,
0: that might be exclusive to that, because I, I didn't feel like I got it a lot this time around, I should say. Yeah,
1: same here. So, yeah, for the most part, he's pretty manageable, but the one... Oh, my God, I'm panicking. I'm gonna die. Oh, I died. Uh, attack <laughs> is the uh, uh, Sword Tornado.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Which is... Uh i still don't know how to deal with properly it's
0: it's another omni slash basically kind of
1: yeah totally so yeah you could just abuse strike raid invincibility i feel like the last time i did the fight i think in like the time trial i feel like gliding away particularly super gliding away if you have that um is pretty handy because he's not too fast just be careful once he starts doing that because it'll Mm -hmm. hurt you Pretty good, and he can kind of hone in on you pretty quickly exactly, if you're not yeah. careful. He has
0: a Raging Bull kind of move, too, which is pretty similar. Like, he'll run.
1: He'll yeah, simply but...
0: target Sora and run through you, but that one's much more easier to dodge.
1: Yeah, and you can actually block it, which is super satisfying, because then he, like, Ooh. stumbles back, like, ow, my head. That's... It's pretty. Good that's what stuff. you get for using your head, Hercules. So, yeah, that's the Hurt Cup, and then, as you mentioned, you get a nice, well... Not quite. Uh, uh, uh. (laughs) Uh-uh-uh. So this is how you get your yellow trinity, which will allow you to push the pointless block. (laughs) Which was side in the keyhole the whole time. Yay. But it comes full circle. You get to push the block that Phil (laughs) told you to push in the beginning. And then after that, the mysterious treasure chest will open, which will give you Olympia, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: which is a keyblade. (laughs)
0: <laughs> it's a good keep. The reward for beating Hercules is kind of like the reward for beating a cloud. Is you get Herc shield for Goofy, which is oh yes, a- one you'll equip probably until close to end game, just because it's pretty good.
1: If not, just for the rest of the game, because I'm sure most people aren't too worried about Goofy shield. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you probably use Herc shield until if you try to get Save the King.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: um I imagine basically. Yeah. Yeah. It's a pr- it's a pretty solid keyblade shield.
1: <laughs> yeah. But speaking of keyblade, uh, good old Olympia. Yeah, uh, it's it's a fine design. <laughs> but it, um it, it is a bit obtuse to be <laughs> honest. Particularly the uh the flexing arms at the top of the handle. It's it's a bit much <laughs> for me. Okay. I don't like how it literally says Hercules on the blade. Like that just feels Kind of dumb to me. <laughs> Woo! Like, we get it. It's a Hercules Keyblade.
0: <laughs> a little gaudy, but very useful, at least.
1: Yeah. As my as I've explained with my taste, I kind of resent it for being that useful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I I don't use it too often, just because I feel like most people use it a lot. So, I'm like, eh, hey, I, I want to look at something different. So...
0: It's my go-to until Oathbreaker, which is maybe, oh, Oathbreaker, Oathkeeper.
1: Can't put the new Fusion Keyblade. <laughs> oh As you said, it's super useful. I mean, you can use it endgame for the final boss and everything, and it'll get you everything you need, but...
0: Well, it's my default Hall of Bastion Keyblade, because you can get this right before Hall of Bastion, yep. especially with the Riku fights, because difficult to deflect helps a lot.
1: Totally. That's it for Hercules Cup, and finally, <laughs> we got the big daddy, the Hades Cup, which is. We do have s- we do have some solo rewards though. Really quickly. Oh yeah, well, why don't you list those <laughs> off real quick? Yeah, super quick.
0: Uh, for Final Mix, it's Critical Plus. Hey, your Criticals. Uh, Benoît Calcum for the solo run in the original game. In the original game, you get power up for the time trial. In Final Mix, you get what I think is. A high contender for a favorite combo finisher called Gravity Break.
1: Ooh, yes. So, I didn't do the time trial until much later. So, by that point, Gravity Break was kind of useless. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Just because I was already taking enemies out in, like, two hits anyway. But, theoretically, I like it.
0: (laughs) Yes. In theory, theory, I wasn't super in-game by the time I got it. So, actually pretty useful. Also, if I'm being real... I did cheese the Hercules time trial, because <laughs> I'm a bad boy. Huh. There's an known glitch that if you you make it to Herc, if you select the restart option, you won't restart the cup. You'll just restart the Herc fight, and your what? time your time trial timer the time the timer will oh just be frozen.
1: Oh wow! So, I thought you were just gonna say it. The the timer would restart, but it just flat out yeah. pieces.
0: it just, whatever it is, it's dead. You can take it as long as you want to fight Hercules at that point.
1: Wow, that's amazing. So I
0: did cheese I did cheese the Hayek out of it, and Gravity Break is really good. It's a combo finisher that ends in gravity, except it's based off your strength. So, very interesting. So I got to use it before I beat the living snow out of everything, and I will say it was pretty that was always
1: nice. Yeah, it's a cool concept for sure. So, Hades Cup. This is a big honkin' cup with fifty them, 'em fifty seeds. So it's more than all the other cups combined. Gonna plant a garden. Yeah, yeah, it's a great spot to grind. But let's let's just get into it with some of the more notable fights. A lot of sort of it's kind of like an All Stars tournament really, because <laughs> a lot of the fights are rematches. So. Every 10th seed, you'll fight a boss, and you'll usually get a nice little shiny reward from them, which is cool. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's like all gloves are off in terms of what Heartless will show up like. You'll get everything from puny Heartless to uh, endgame bad boys. So they're really pulling off all the stops. Hades putting on a whole production.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. I would, I would say before we talk about the the, the good fights, or the, the fights we actually have to mention, is there mm-hmm. any seed that sticks out to you?
1: Um well aside from things like um I guess the pacifist seeds where it's kind of like catch your breath seeds with like the white mushrooms and the rare truffles.
0: <laughs> hmm Which are cute. I realize I realized doing the time trial that the the white mushroom one is like in the last ten. Like it's one of the top I guess like I wouldn't say top tier, but it's one of the final fights in the Hades Cup. Mm-hmm. So doing the time trial was like I was like, alright. What's next? Oh, it's just mushrooms, which just so we don't cover all of our bases and no one uh, gets to narc on us, there, there are no prize drops in any of the Coliseum fights. So no MP balls, no HP balls, no item drops. So the fact that <laughs> the fact that the truffles and the mushrooms are there are purely if you care about tech points, but also just kind of as a meme. Yeah. Uh, but I do like the idea of the fact that each, each group has had to fight its way to its current standing so i just <laughs> like the fact that three white mushrooms are like in the top <laughs> 10 bought like fights of the Hades cup
1: i never thought of that about
0: little makes you think what these little guys can do besides extensive charades
1: <laughs> and yeah it's kind of funny like in time trials they're probably the hardest fights just because their animations take so long <laughs> How quick can I hit them? <laughs> exactly. Like, you whack them, but then, like, they'll probably take more time than most of the other fights where you can just instant shot everything. So, yeah. But, yeah, aside from those good boys, there's the stealth sneak sort of rematches, which are interesting just because, oh, yeah, I haven't seen you in a while. <laughs> and then at one point, yeah. they throw two of them at you, and you're like, okay, well. Two. You're getting pretty desperate, aren't you? Well, I guess stealth army is the correct term.
0: I was about to say, I feel like they, I just looked it up. I was like, I feel like they have a different name though, mm-hmm. and it's just a stealth sneak, but like a monochromatic color.
1: Yeah, although now that I think about it, when you're actually in the cup and the um the pop up shows uh, with like the title of the match. I feel like that's a stealth sneak, but not. I think it does armor, which is mm-hmm. confusing. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, aside from those, any of the storm fights really, where it's like shadow question mark,
0: <laughs> constantly spawning shadows, or like they spawn in stages. But there's there's one for shadows and dark balls. There's another for. Maybe Defenders and Wyverns and Wizards? And then there's another one that's Angel, yeah. Stars, and Invisibles we haven't seen yet, and yeah. we'll talk about the next episode. But... Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, they just... It seems really intimidating, because you're like, oh god, it's never gonna end. But then, like, <laughs> once you actually, like, have good stats, and you realize, oh, it's pretty much just four rounds. <laughs> and it doesn't really get hard until the fourth round. So you're like, exactly, oh, okay, yeah. this isn't so too it's... bad. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: The only one I can think of besides the spawning ones is there's one cup called the or one seed called the Avengers Ooh, or yes. Avengers, which yeah. is five. It's I think it's like a Power Wild, a White Knight, a Search Ghost. It's five separate. There's five Heartlesses. They're all one ofs. And so I was like, ah, that's funny. I like that.
1: Yeah. and Then there's like the um the flying Avengers equivalent. Mm-hmm. All the funny yeah, like, things.
0: Like a battleship, an air pirate, an air soldier, maybe. Yeah,
1: yeah, I always like those for sure. Just because it's like, ah, it's like the thing. <laughs> exactly. Imagine like have a cute fan comic of those guys doing their little misdeeds and teaming up. <laughs> so, in terms of the the title fights, if you will, we got UV, which I mean, bless her heart, she tried. <laughs>
0: she tries her diddly darn best, but as a solo fight, just being able to focus her. Besides the fact that she's going to do her big shuriken more, yep. that's really the only thing you have to look out for. She's much easier fighting her by herself.
1: Yeah, no. She's, she's a cakewalk. Mm-hmm. And you will get the Genji shield? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is that supposed to be a direct reference to anything? Or is it just... I don't know. She's a ninja. Martial arts. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: I don't think it is meant to really... It could be a reference. I think it's just a Yuffie reference in general. Also, it's in Cage mm-hmm. 2. Okay, it looks much different in Cage 2. That's why I, I always remember the Cage 1 design more. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I can't even think
1: of the Cage 2 off the top of my head.
0: I'm like looking at it right now. It's uh, It's got the. Sh- well, I always call like, this, I think it's Tomoe design. It's a Sharingan. just looks like a like, big Sharingan.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think it would be like Wu Tai related because Wufi's from. Luf- I said Luffy by accident. This is not One Piece. This is not One Piece. One Piece can't hurt me here. <laughs> Wu Tai related. And there's probably a trivia section, right? She has a name with a set of Genji equipment that appears in many Final Fantasy games, which I assume would be Yuffie and Seven. Is is this a Gilgamesh reference? Is this a Gilgamesh reference in Final Fantasy? Apparently. Or Kingdom Hearts 1? Okay, apparently it is. Okay, I take my statement back. This is the best shield in the game. 10 out of 10. Uh, Prove me wrong. Uh, Gilgamesh mm. is, a, is like a recurring dimension-hopping swordsman in Final Fantasy. So mm. He's a funny character, and I like Gilgamesh. So that's why I think this shield is now a 10 out of 10. But kind of weird that Yuffie drops it. It kind of makes sense, because she's the most closest thing to an Asian aesthetic in this, uh, in this game. Mm. But nothing really
1: special at this point, unfortunately. Alrighty. Yeah, to me it just kind of looks like a basket lid.
0: <laughs> if he's like, oh crap, I gotta give you a ward. Uh
1: take this Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Look that way. Run. So yeah. The next few bosses they're all just rematches, so there's really nothing new to say here. There's a new behemoth, but this one's got flames. <laughs> Ooh <laughs> And then Cerberus and then Cloud and Leon. Spiky yes.
0: Boys.
1: So the only really noticeable the only noticeable thing. And each fight is their prizes. So, let me see if I can remember this. Behemoth gives you Blizzaga. Well, Blizzard upgrade, yep. but... Blizzard upgrade, yep. Well, no, it will definitely be Blizzaga, because the other two Blizzards are story-based. Yes. Serby will give you Thundaga. Mm-hmm. That will be a Thunder upgrade, because technically you can skip Ursula. And then... True, yeah. Uh, Leon and Cloud... Who I will say I did die to you a couple times that Punk Cloud and his flying swipey swipes. But again, yeah. Strike Raid's your best friend.
0: <laughs> Proud will do that to you.
1: <laughs> yep. Uh, they will give you the Lionheart Keyblade. So Cloud gets his Keyblade. Leon gets another. And yeah, I just... Does anyone use this Keyblade? <laughs> I
0: think I used it for a little while. It's everything in the hades cup eventually... i mean we've always made jokes about this before but it comes at an awkward time is the yeah. thing you're probably already rocking something better i mean i guess if we're talking final mix divine rose is divine rose so why would you ever swap off divine rose yeah but it's 10 it's it's 10 strength and one magic so if you do want to use it i think i did use this for one or two fights perhaps but more more of a like i want to use this as more of like I have to use this, or oh, this is the best keyblade I own.
1: Yeah, totally. or like giving it, a,
0: more like giving it a time to shine, as opposed to I need it. Yep. But uh, I do like the design. It's it's simplistic, definitely. It's got Leon's griever symbol, sigil, whatever it's called, really.
1: It's too simple for my taste. Like it's just a silver stick, basically.
0: I mean, basically, it's, yeah. It's got
1: the little line symbol, which is fine.
0: Oh, it, it's it's got your sin. Your yes, exactly. Because <laughs> the keychain is the same as the T. Yes,
1: it's the exact same. It's like really, you couldn't have thought of anything else. <laughs> like, I am sure there is more you could pull from in all of Final Fantasy VIII for like some other sort of symbol. <laughs> it just feels tacked on, literally. Like the lion head, you could easily remove it. Like it doesn't look baked into the design.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: the Kingdom Hearts two equivalent, in my opinion, is much. Nicer
0: sleeping line,
1: mm-hmm. but that's a story for another time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Definitely, it's a it's a nice balanced one. It's a little bit stronger than Oathkeeper, but doesn't deal enhanced crits or doesn't deal more frequent crits. I should say. Yeah,
1: I guess if you really like Leon, it'll it'll get you going.
0: That aesthetic. Actually, now that I think about it, uh, Lionheart is the is, is the name of Leon's ultimate weapon in. FF8, Ooh, so nice. There's there's your there's your reference for all those diehard Final Fantasy eight fans.
1: I just assumed it was a play on Leonhart, but I guess that's what they're going for with his ultimate weapon. So. Well,
0: I, I think it is still that, but it, it, it's it's the, it's all that and a bag of
1: chips. Nice. So after the boys in the tenth seed, you will fight the big man himself, Hades. Mm -hmm. And he gets a shiny cutscene and everything. He's sick of your ish, kid. (laughs) Yeah, this fight is really not too bad at all, honestly. (laughs) Just play defensively, and there's really not much he can do to you. Most of his moves are pretty slow. He's got the big fire swipe, but, like, just block it, and he really can't do much. Mm -hmm. He'll do his... His flamethrower attack, I guess you could say, where he just spews a bunch of fire. But if you just blizzard him, it'll cancel it, and he'll be like, ah, "Did you? Did you just? Did you just blizzard me?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I did. <laughs> what are you gonna do about it?"
0: Yeah, I kind of forgot that was the thing until I was doing my time, tr- my final run. Of like, "Oh yeah, I can just blizzard him, and mm-hmm. life just gets a
1: whole lot easier." Yeah, and then he'll have the like instant fireball where he like snaps his finger, and then like a quick little fireball kind of pops up. Although, I feel like I never get hit by that attack. <laughs> Always be moving. Pretty much, yeah. And then he's got the bigger fireball, which is like five miles per hour. And super obvious, because he'll go, take that! And you're like, all right, I'll take mm-hmm. it, I'll block it, and now you take it. What are you going to do? That's right, mm-hmm. you're stunned. That's exactly how that plays out. Yep. So, really, his main big attack is the, um, I don't know i to call it, the big I guess flame wheel in Pokemon terms where he shoots out the two pillars and spins around kind of his DM attack because he's invulnerable and mm-hmm. it seems real scary at first until you realize you can just run parallel to him and he'll never hit just you. Just run. <laughs> just run and you'll be fair. Yeah, just run close up to him and then, you know, like u- using geometric principles like the rate at which you can outrun the fire, like it'll never pass you, as long as you're just just cling next to him.
0: Exactly, yeah. Like depending on, he'll always go to the middle and then start spinning. Just be, just be touching his butt or touching his his front. Yep. Because he'll start spinning either way, and you can really just run with it. So the worst, the worst thing is just, I think, which which way is it going to exactly, go yeah. when he casts? It <laughs> is the only real threat. It's like all right. I don't know, I can't make a reference, but... It's like a Mario yeah, party It's just game. like, <laughs> there you go, okay. Which way is it going to
1: spin? Which way is it going to be? Yeah. <laughs> and, and I feel like he kind of fakes you out for just, like, a few frames where it looks like it's going to go the other way, but then it doesn't. That's really the mm-hmm. only part where you're like, uh-oh. Even if you do get hit, like, just cure yourself and you'll be fine. Yeah. But <laughs> don't Goofy bless them. They just can't even comprehend dodging this attack, so... <laughs> <laughs> Roast duck is on the menu. Yeah, this will be the move that takes them out of the fight a lot because
0: just because, just because the AI just literally, AI just can't.
1: Yeah, but yeah, that's that's it. He's he's pretty easy, honestly. And then you get a fun little cutscene where you beat him. Sora just kind of yeets him all the way back into the uh, the dark gate, where presumably he's attacked by Cerberus. I guess <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's weird. But, yeah, for your efforts, you will get a gravity upgrade. So, by the time you're finished with Hades Cup, you'll be pretty close to having all of your magic maxed. So, that's neat. Mm-hmm. It's really gonna help, which is nice. Although, the Hades Cup is kind of the ultimate challenge where you need to use these. But, yeah, they'll come in handy for Solo and Time Trial. So, other than that, <laughs> for some reason... Hades isn't the final match in his own cup. (laughs) He's not even that important. Mm -hmm. Instead, the honor goes to, I don't know, big lumbering pile of rocks. So
0: Rock Titan is the last fight and probably the easiest boss fight.
1: Yeah. He's just a walking hurt box, basically, where just keep attacking him and there's really nothing he can do about it.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's got little feats, kind of like a Maleficent or a Behemoth. Watch out for the feats when they they land; It's little hurt you. Yep, but they're slow enough to where you can only just combo away, uh, and just you just win in this scenario.
1: Just win. Yep, like many of the giant bosses, he hits hard, but his hits are super super obvious.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. So if you you get if you get stepped on, it's your own fault. Yep. It's- Watch out for them feet.
1: Yeah, I think the only attack that stands any sort of chance of getting you is when you're climb up him and you're attacking the heads. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they'll come down and whack you and maybe that'll get you. But like even that's really obvious when it's kind of winding up for an attack. So, yep. And the nice part is every hit gives you a tech point. Sweet
0: tech
1: point. Tech away. Yeah, no, there's honestly not much else to say here other than... It's really confusing why this is the final fight and not Hades. <laughs> I don't understand it.
0: Exactly. So, yeah, you just... Well, you combo his feet enough. He gets real tired. He sits on his butt. That's when you go up and attack the heads. The heads, after a while, will start to thrash around. So, I feel like every time one head thrashes, I'll just focus on the other yep, head. Exactly. So I'm out of range of it. And it's, it's a rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat. And kind of... Similar to a Cerberus, like once it's crouched down, you can kind of stay on the head. Or kind of like a yeah. King of Wonders 2, where you can stay on the head for longer than you probably should. Yep. And you make it easy peasy lemon squeezy.
1: Totally. So yeah, once you beat him, he's just reduced to a pile of rubble. Uh Clean up on aisle five, please. And that's Hades Cup. So you get the trophy. Yeah. You get a cute little animation where Donald puts out Hades hair. So suck it. You're pathetic. He's bold! <laughs> and then remind me, what is the actual reward for base Hades Cup? The reward for base Hades Cup is something I used a locker
0: ring of because it looked cool, but not anymore, because it uses all your magic. Okay. Trinity Limit!
1: Yep, I have not used that once in this playthrough, because of the reason you just said. <laughs> but I'll I'll probably try it out next episode, just just for the lols. It just looks cool. Oh, so yeah. Trinity
0: Limit is... I feel like this is the one game where the words Trinity Limit are actually important. And it gets thrown out the window in the next few games. We'll talk about those when we get to those games. Cough! Cage 2 Yeah. But it's so. It's basically an all-in-all. You use all of your magic. You need at least three. And it, it is essentially an insta-like.
1: Yeah, a nuke attack. On whatever's in the room. So if you needed one of those, here you go. Can you use it no matter what your magic is at? Or do you need a full MP?
0: No, you need th- at least three. Oh, okay. That's the catch. The fact that it uses all of your magic is kind of a bummer. If it, I think it would be more useful if it used less magic, like maybe either five or six or maybe half of whatever your max MP is would just make it more useful in general, I think. But to yeah. be fair, it is an insta. Yeah. I don't think it's an insta wipe, but it, you know, it deals that much damage to where it's probably going to knock out everything that isn't... Yep. Like, super high above your level, or if it's, like, a shadow and, like, there's semi... Or, like, a search ghost or a dark ball. Yeah, like exactly. state, basically.
1: Yeah, like, the idea is, obviously, you would only use it once per fight. So, I, I get why it costs all the MP. And, it. yeah, it really is just a show-off move more than anything. I'm like, look what I got. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, there are much more practical ways to clear out mobs.
0: Do a little dance, have a little fun, plunge a keyblade to the ground, mm-hmm. and nuke the world. Have fun tonight.
1: Yeah, it's... I mean, sora has got moves. What can you say? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, that's Hades Cup. So, solo and time trials are obviously a little more challenging just cuz it's more of an endurance test. Solo's not too bad, Definitely. honestly, just cuz I mean, what are Don Goofy doing for you anyway?
0: Mhm. The biggest thing is what you pointed out earlier with cloud actually.
1: Is yes. Just the fact that they're other
0: they're literally meat shields, so yep, in in solo mode. Also in solo mode, I mean, I guess it's one thing. Goofy will have NP gifts for you, so no free ethers, and no free cures from Donald as well. So yeah, you will have to go into this with probably some items you know you're going to end up using. Yeah. I know that, it, for me, this is probably definitely for you as Magic Boy, yeah. uh, the solo was mainly a magic endurance. Like, how long or how long can I go without using my entire magic, and then end up using like a magic, like an ether, mm-hmm. or an elixir, just to get it all back, basically, was... My focus and what it ended up happening is just like how far can I make my magic go? Because I don't want to use up too much of it. Although with this many boss fights, like you're not going to use too much offensive magic unless it's on regular mobs. You really just want to. Hey, I don't want to be too short if I want to heal or you know cure. I don't want to be too short for you yeah. know an arrow. So
1: exactly, just stock up on elixirs and you'll be fine. Because um, what else are you going to use them for at this point?
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, some other fights we'll get into later on. But yeah. other than that, this is this is where you want to... You shouldn't be shy about using your items at this point, finally.
1: Yeah. So. so, Solo Cup's ward is... Save the Queen! Oh, okay. Gotcha. So, Solo, Save the Queen, and then uh, Time Travel is... Yeah. Time trial, I keep saying travel. Time trial is save the king. Yep. Presumably Don Goofy's ultimate weapons, but then final mix, they get their actual ultimate weapons. So, eh, <laughs> it's the thought that counts. They get, wait,
0: wait a minute,
1: did they get better ones? More so Donald and we'll get to that later. Okay. Goofy gets his, but it's, it's a magic shield. So you couldn't say really it's his definitive shield.
0: Oh, you're talking about the Fant. It's not even called Fantasia. It's called like Fantasia or mm-hmm, something like that.
1: Exactly. So, yeah, that's Hades Cup. You'll also get a nice shiny jar outside, which once you examine it, you'll get an Oracalcum.
0: Yeah, is there any rhyme or reason? I mean, it shows up after the Hades Cup, but like, but why?
1: Why is the a jar <laughs> like? instead of just giving you the Oracalcum instantly?
0: yeah I mean, to be fair it looks like the sisters of fate kind of mm-hmm. like whatever whatever they're called like it's got their like faces on it but what is the point of what what even what even is though
1: it's confusing i guess another opportunity to work in a hercules reference just because there isn't much hercules in the world it's the best i can come yeah. up with so yeah that's that is most of the seem, except for some questionable matches
0: because they're literally made of question marks. Mm-hmm. What well, mm-hmm. could they be?
1: But we'll get to those in next episode. So, mm-hmm. next episode, we're, we're closing in. We are going to be covering into the World all the way up until final rest. So we'll cover all the end-of-the-world shenanigans before the final boss. But then after that, we're going to take a little detour for the super boss circuit. That's pretty much it for the rest of the extra content. So yeah, we'll, we'll wrap up almost everything next episode, and then from there, straight on into the credits. Yo! We're winding down. The end of an era! Yeah but there'll be lots and lots to talk about next episode because there are a lot of big baddies who hit pretty hard. So stay tuned for that. Oh,
0: yeah. It'll be a a powwow for sure. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this has been episode 16. Uh, Thanks so much for listening, everybody. Hope you picked up some some handy tips, some did you knows uh, to help your Mm. Kingdom Hearts experience. That's what we're here for. So, I hope so. Yeah, if you have any questions or jokes to share with us, uh, you can email us at podcast at gmail.com. Link is always in the description. If you prefer to see it in writing, uh, you can also, you know, give us a little ratey rate, uh, five stars, if you will. <laughs> Please, I defeat my family. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's the other thing you do? Uh, you can subscribe. You can subscribe to our feed, get all of our episodes as soon as they land, which, if you haven't noticed by now, is Friday mornings. Eastern Standard Time. True. <laughs> and, yeah, share with any Kingdom Hearts loving friends you have. You know, spread the word. Uh, our friends are our power, so give us all the power. Truly. You can. <laughs> that's, that's all she wrote for this episode. Yeah. yeah. But there will be more. Yes, so we'll see you next week. To the gummy ship hand away oh! Bye 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 Bye